Hi everyone, I'm Liam and this is Words with Woman. For today's episode, Ashley Foster will be our guest. Ashley is a relationship manager at the Career Center of the Telford School of Management. She's also an alumni of the Telford School of Management who graduated in 2016. After graduating, Ashley worked in the healthcare industry for almost two years before starting her role at the University of Ottawa. In today's episode, we will be answering some questions and having discussions about university programs, networking tips, and today's job market. So join us for words of advice, words of wisdom on your bi-weekly podcast, Words with Women. Welcome back to another episode with Words with Women. So for today's episode, our guest is Ashley Foster, who is a relationship manager at the Telford School of Management at the Career Center. So thank you for joining us, Ashley. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. And we also have our VP brand, Lauren, who is here again for another episode. Hello. So for today's episode, we will be talking about different topics from student programs, networking, and different career paths. And uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we gathered a couple questions from our social media, and Ashley will be answering them for us. Um, so to start with Ashley, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually studied at the Telford School of Management and graduated a few years ago. And when I graduated, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do next. I wasn't sure uh, where I wanted to go, but I knew I wanted to help people. And I knew that that was something that I wanted to do. And so my first job out of university was actually uh, in the healthcare industry. And so I was there for about a year and a half and then made the switch over to work at the university. And after a lot of self-understanding and self-reflection, realized that I don't necessarily need to be in a particular industry to help people, that I would be able to do that at the university as well. What was your program? I actually didn't specialize, which you can't do anymore. So I took a general BCom. Uh, but I took a lot of marketing and HR classes. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the same as, I think, Lauren's uh, program? Yeah, I'm also in marketing, but yeah, I guess not the HR part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're in the same marketing. Go marketing. I remember when I first started in first year, though, I was really confused between like the difference between marketing and HR. That's actually why I went to the Career Center to talk to a relationship manager And that's how I kind of got the idea to do this part of the podcast, because they helped me figure out what I wanted to do with my career and like what specialty to go into. For sure. I think a lot of people, like especially students, like they never end up finishing. Well, mostly not everyone, but they almost never finish with the same degree they came into Telford because just for my friends and like my environment, a lot of them decided like in a BCom, finance, accounting. And like down the line, they would be switching to another program. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that's so nice with Telfer is that your first two years are so general mm-hmm. that you actually get exposure to so many different classes in your first two years so that it helps you determine your specialization. And also, if you go into the workforce and realize, hey, maybe I specialize in marketing, but that's not the job I want. Well, I at least still took a few HR classes. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that being in a specific program would determine your career path? No, I think that, you know, people change jobs all the time now. And 
there are so many different ways once you're done university, if you do make a pivot in your career, that it is possible. I think it's important to to learn what's interesting to you and to to use that time while you're in university to figure that out. But I don't think that studying in one specific program will determine your career path. I think that you can do a lot of complementary things if you mm-hmm. want to explore different options and, and look at different potential career paths. There's also a lot of things that we can add on top of our bachelor. I know for accounting students, they can get their CPA designation, CFA, PMP. So there's a lot of alternatives and things that we can add to differentiate ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many different things like you can use LinkedIn learning as a tool to gain new skills. And there's, there's a lot of different ways that, you know, say I say I do finish with that marketing degree, but I do want to move over to that HR role. Well, I can take some courses on that, or I can, I can do some independent research. So I don't think a program will specifically determine your career path. I think choosing the right program will help you to find that first job. But then if you do want to make that change, that is still possible. And how can we know that we are in the right program? I think what's key is like really seeing that you're enjoying the material. And if you have the opportunity to do, you know, a part-time job or an internship or work on specific projects, whether it's in courses or in different mentorship and development programs, that can help you to understand if that uh, program or that specialization is uh, what is right for you and is what is interesting for you. But I think it's so important to keep in mind that you're not going to be stuck, that you can change Mm -hmm. jobs, you can uh, work towards something else. Like you'll never be stuck in that one job. You will always have options. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I feel like even if we have, I mean, I tell for at least when we have like, um, uh, like option courses that you can take, those can validate your choice or like open like a new floor for you to take like a different program or try a different thing. Absolutely. And if we're talking Telfer specifically, like, there is also career testing that can be done through the career. Oh, cool. To explore what your strengths and areas of interest are and how that might complement something in the field. In the field. And uh, Lauren, I believe that you also switched uh, from the program, as you mentioned before. Um, did you do like any testing at the career center or like how was your experience? I think like a really good tool to to figure out what the right program for you is is also attending different panels and events where professionals mm-hmm. are speaking about how their career is and what they do in their everyday like job because that's how I realized I was originally in finance and how I realized that I didn't want to be in finance anymore was I actually was a part of a finance club and I'd go to the events and I'd listen to professionals speak and I wouldn't feel excited necessarily like I'd just kind mm-hmm. of be like uh eh yeah, this isn't that interesting. I'm not very excited. But then I'd go to marketing events and I'd be like, wow, their job seems so fun. Like I'm so invested. I just want to get to know these people. I think their jobs sound amazing. And then after realizing that by going to events, then I talked to a relationship manager at Telford to kind of understand what marketing was all about and if I would, that was the right place for me. And also the difference between like PR and marketing and HR and marketing. So yeah, so definitely events and then talking to a relationship manager at the career center was what helped me. I think it's a good thing that like you went out of your way, like within like first and second year to like go to events, attend them and like figure out like how you feel about them because it's definitely like a great tool to use like internally to decide what works for you, what doesn't. Um, yeah, 100%. Like I know for I'm actually in finance right now, so <laughs> totally the opposite of what you're doing. 
Um, but I remember, like, I don't necessarily want to have a career in finance. And I actually added, um, I think it's the name right now is business technology management, the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before for me, like, I used to go to finance events, but I'm not excited or anything, but my grades are good. And I feel that's kind of puts you in a tough position because it doesn't push mm-hmm. you as well to um, switch program, let's say, because you're comfortable in whatever you're yeah. doing right now. Now that we talked about programs, we also know that we're in a pandemic and a lot of people lost their jobs and the job market itself is not really stable. How do you think this is all impacting students and new graduates looking for jobs? Absolutely. The recruitment process is totally different now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely been a shift, I think, for everyone, not just for students, but for employers, too, because they need to change how they're recruiting and how they're meeting with students and how they're making sure that they're still reaching out to you. So uh, virtual networking has definitely become something now. So uh, seeing what virtual events look like instead of being able to go to that wine and cheese or that career fair, mm-hmm. or that employer panel and still being able to make that positive first impression in front of an employer even though it's virtually so it's just having a conversation through the computer Um, so i think it's definitely changed but there definitely are still opportunities to find jobs and there are still industries who are hiring so it just looks a little bit different now and i think right now companies have more positions open and roles open compared to at the end of march beginning of april where everything was on freeze. I remember for myself when I was applying, um, I was a little bit struggling finding like the right positions or even positions at all. But I feel things are picking up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And some industries might be hiring more than others right now. And you might see some people who are hiring soon, but at least letting you know that they're doing that. So everyone is just trying to communicate what they're doing. Um, And that's, I think, the most important thing is just to to make sure that one of the things that we keep telling students is follow those companies on social media Mm -hmm. and they're putting their updates out there so that they can share with you what's going on so that you know what's Mm -hmm. happening. And students are typically scared of networking or reaching out to companies. So what would be your fun tips that you might have for them? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because networking looks so different now. Um, I would say the one biggest piece of advice that I can share is practice I know that sounds silly to say practice but it <laughs> it's true though the difference um but in saying that know that every interaction with somebody will be different and mm-hmm. you'll learn from each of those interactions and they probably all go better than you think they do um mm-hmm. one of the things that I used to do as a student that I found really helpful is when I was networking I would go with a friend So two of us or three of us would go to events together because that then, you know, made you feel a bit more comfortable because there's people you know there who are with Mm -hmm. you, but also it didn't put the pressure on you to be the one holding the entire conversation. Someone else could be there to help hold the conversation too. That's a really good advice. I know for myself, when I look back in my first networking events, maybe like first year or second year. I was not able to even approach an employer. Like I was definitely like just looking around and I'm wondering what people are talking about. And I didn't know what would be like the right way to just basically like say hi. But looking back, like right now, it's easy. You can just show up and like introduce yourself. And like typically employers are more than happy to like talk to students because they're there for you to talk to them. And I think my thing was at the time, well, because now we can't do networking in person. 
I would always take have like a plate of food in my hand. So like if there's any silences, I would fill it with like, I don't know, eating food or just yeah. like talking about it. It was like a funny thing that I used to do, but it worked perfectly. And now like I don't necessarily need to do it like over food because all the time we'll have like wine and cheese or something like that. But um, definitely practice makes it perfect. For sure. Obviously, virtually it looks a little bit different now, but there's still opportunities to connect with employers and there's still opportunities. And, and how you'll probably do that is asking questions during employer presentations. And mm-hmm. so just, you know, um, getting a bit more confident and comfortable with, with asking those questions, maybe by turning your camera on and opening up your mic and actually asking that, that that's how you'll stand out right now if an employer is offering mm-hmm. a virtual presentation. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. And then even after, maybe they'll recognize your name. And when you go to add them on LinkedIn or message them on LinkedIn, they'll be like, oh, you're the student that asked the question. So that's a good, that's a good tip. Exactly. Yeah. And these also, uh, if you're talking like after COVID, basically these that you can schedule virtual coffee chats with them and then uh, they will be most likely focused on you since they're talking to you so it will be more personalized in a way but the only thing that you have to do is prepare your questions and basically like be ready for to talk to them yes exactly that preparation is key regardless if it's an employer presentation or one-on-one I, mm-hmm. I it's it it'll make you feel more comfortable going into the session, but it'll also be very apparent to the person that you're talking to that you've put the time in and that you Mm -hmm. are genuinely interested in that conversation. Yeah, so how do you prepare for like a one-on-one coffee chat? Like what are your advice for preparing for one? Yeah, that's a really good question. So one, so some of the things that I would recommend is definitely take a look at who the person is on LinkedIn in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it's not creepy to do that you can I'm always do that <laughs> I'm always nervous they'll see like one Hamilton was looking at your profile like the day before but do you think that's an okay thing to do I think that's a great thing to do okay. because then they know that you are genuinely interested and so uh, taking a look at their LinkedIn is a great start because maybe you'll see that they took a really interesting career path or maybe you'll see that they studied at the same university as you so it gives you some things that you can ask about the other thing that you'll want to research are if it's the company that you're interested in, definitely research the company and take a look at, you know, look at their website, look at their LinkedIn profiles, take a look at their social media, because sometimes that shows you kind of a different side um, of the company. You'll get to see some of the fun activities that they do. One of the things that I really like doing that I learned when I was a student was researching the company and then type yeah. clicking the in the news tab and then you see, you know, what has happened most recently with this company and maybe they recently donated to an organization and you can speak about that donation and it'll show that you really did your research and that you are very interested in the company and you're up to date with what they're doing. Yeah, I think for me, something that I do as well, if I'm searching at, like, at a person or a company, I always make sure to look at their vision, mission, just to see if there's like some in- alignment with what I want to do let's say in the future and like what they're offering um but definitely like the LinkedIn tip I always do it as well because to me I want them to remember my name so if like they see the viewed your profile it makes it more likely for them to remember your name for sure yeah 
Um, and then it's making sure that you, you know how long you have to chat with them, that you have some questions to ask them and just making sure that you're feeling ready going into the session. Yeah. The one tip I will give virtually is be comfortable with the platform that you're using before you have that conversation. Yeah. So download it in advance and test it. With <laughs> Absolutely. And after even the coffee chat, you should send, send like a thank you email or like a thank you note uh to the employer and thinking about something specific that you talked about just to create some sort of connection with them and make them more likely to remember you and like uh have like a genuine connection absolutely mm -hmm. so talking about companies and hiring basically what do you think companies are looking for in new hires yeah that's a that's a great question and i'm saying that to every question because <laughs> these are questions that really made me think so i appreciate that um i think one of the some of the key things that companies are looking for in new hires is you don't need to know everything so don't worry about that um they know they've been in your shoes before too they've just finished school and they have to go find a job in the workplace and they have what they've learned from school but they don't know everything yet it's that willingness to learn that will go such a long way to be able to showcase that you are willing to learn and willing to put in that work to learn. Mm -hmm. To add on that, like everything is changing so fast right now. I mean, we can just see before COVID and after COVID, there's a lot of things that are not the same and certain things that people used to do in a certain way, they no longer do them. So that definitely makes adaptability and willingness to learn as the most important attributes. And uh, I also know just from like, you know, coffee chats, virtual chats with like professionals, they mention always the growth mindset and um, the willingness to learn. So I totally agree. Like uh, willingness to learn is, is very crucial. But what do you think are um, the most in demand skills? One of the things that I'm starting to hear more and more from the industry is it's actually those people skills. So some people might know that as those soft skills, but I'm hearing it more and more being called those people skills because it's so important to be able to work in a team and work with other people and, and understand other people. And so that's one of the things that I'm hearing quite a bit being so important right now and being so key mm -hmm. to, to make sure that, that those people skills is, is what you're working on. And when we say people skills, what do we mean that by that exactly if we have to break it down? Yeah, it's the ability to work in a team, um, you know, to understand other people, um, to communicate effectively. So it's, it's being able to work together, if I could summarize mm -hmm. it very briefly. And so it's things that you might not necessarily learn in a textbook, but you're going to learn as you're doing group work and working at part time jobs. And, you know, even with friends, you're learning yeah. that day to day. <laughs> it's those skills of, of being able to interact together in a team. Mm -hmm. And how do you think I'm sorry, I think I'm like digging too deep to the question, okay. but I was just thinking um, if our students or new like graduate, we want to prove that we have people skills. How do you think we can showcase it like in a resume or a cover letter or like how we can prove to an employer that we have these people skills? Yeah, I think that these people skills are something that will come off in your conversations. And okay. uh, of course, if you want to showcase group work or things like that on your resume, that's absolutely something that you can do. 
I know there's often the question of, you know, if I don't have a lot of experience, what can I do? Well, you can always showcase some group work that you've done. And that will also show that you've worked in a team. So those things will come out naturally in your resumes and your cover letters because you, yes, there, you probably have some independent work and that is also a great skill to have, but you've probably also worked in a team and had to work with other people. So those things will come out in a resume, but then when you're having that conversation with someone, they'll, they'll start to see how you interact with other people and how you work with other people. Thank you, Ashley, for being with us and answering all of our questions. So now we're going to move to the rapid 3, 2, 1. So for the first question, it will have a three-word answer. The second one will have a two-word answer. And the last one will have a one-word answer. So for the first one, what are the three values that got you where you are today? Yeah, so three values that got me to where I am today. Hard work, openness, and thoughtfulness. So Hard work because uh, I've always been willing to learn and try new things. Openness because I've always been open to feedback and I think that's a, a skill and a value that will really help. And thoughtfulness, trying to understand and take into consideration what's going on in other people's lives at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, moving on to the second question, what are two things that make you feel motivated and inspired? So basically in the days where maybe things are not going the way you want them to be or anything like that, what would be the two things that keeps you grounded? Uh, I am grateful to be in a job where I get to help others. So when I get to see them succeed, that definitely uh, is motivating and inspiring. And I would also say that team wins because when you work in a team that works so closely together, you have to celebrate those team wins. Mm -hmm. And that definitely motivates you. Uh, mm -hmm. And that definitely uh, keeps me inspired. When you said team wins, it reminded me of uh, in one of the clubs at Telfer, basically, whenever we, we have kind of like a, a team wins wall, whenever someone does something, you just kind of like take a picture or like keep it. So you celebrate your wins at the end of the day or like mm -hmm. at the end of the semester for us. And for the last question, what is the one skill that you think is important in all aspects of life? Positive attitude. Ooh, that's okay. a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. It was uh, a pleasure to have you answer all of our questions. And thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs>